You just have to believe it and accept it. Dr. Anthony L. Trice, dedicated to sound teaching, strong training, leadership, and development. Prayers are being answered and testimonies all around the world. Helping change one life at a time. Find out how to be a partner with Anthony Trice Ministerial Network. And thank you for tuning in for today's message. Only thing you can do with a seed is what? How often did they provoke him in the wilderness? How often did they, the people of God, provoke God in the wilderness? The word provoke means God became angry at his people. Read. And grieved him in the desert. And they grieved him in the wilderness, in the desert. When they was in a time of being tested, they grieved God. Uh-huh. Yes, they turned back. What caused God to be grieved? And what caused God to be, be provoked when it comes to his people is they turned their back on God. See, a lot of people start off with God, but they don't finish. And a lot of people don't finish because they don't want to go through any tests. But you cannot walk with God without being tested. You cannot serve God without being proven. Read. And they tempted God. And they tempted God. Uh-huh. And limited the Holy One of Israel. And they limited the Holy One of Israel. Look to the person and say, neighbor, neighbor. You need to take the limits. You need to take the limits. Off of God. Off of God. What we're going to talk about today is take the limits off. A lot of folks got God in the box. I said a lot of people have God in a box. Sometimes we limit God by thinking small. Some of us think too small. How many know God is bigger than your box? Amen. Get to me the amen. Some folks think if he don't do it like this, then he ain't going to do it. But God not going to always do things the same way he's been doing it. As a matter of fact, God is doing something new. God is doing something fresh. Sometimes he come on your right, but then sometimes he come on your left. Sometimes he come up out the ceiling, then sometimes he come to the floor. One of the reasons why God does that, so you won't keep him limited. This word limited simply means to be bound, restrained, or confined. And a lot of folks have a tendency to keep God confined, especially when God has been good to you, and you have a tendency to turn your back on him when things don't go the way you think they ought to go. They limited the Holy One of Israel. Why is that? Because they didn't continue in their walk with God. They got to a place and they got stuck. So God became angry. How many of God get angry? And God was grieved at them in the desert. Verse 41, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. Listen to this. Even though God used Moses to lead them out of Egypt, eventually the children of Israel still turned back and limited God. Although God performed many miracles for them, they still doubted, 
and ultimately turn back on God. Never turn back on God. Never limit God in any situation or time. Sometimes the tight spots, listen to this, that you find yourself in are designed to get you out. Sometimes God will allow you to be in a tight place to show you something about Him that you didn't know before. Some stuff about God you have to experience. You know, we read stuff in the Bible, that's good, but after you read it, then God has to allow you to experience it. And how many know that can anybody take your experiences from you? Paul said that I might know Him. Know Him. You're not going to get to know God without encountering Him. Y'all talk back to me. The Bible says that they limited the Holy One of Israel. Listen to this. Sometimes when you are caught in a spider web, it is, actually, it is actually the signal of your freedom. It is God forcing you to stop trying to use your own strength. And he wants you to be still long enough for him to get you out of it. There are some things that you're going to face in life that if God don't get you out of, you ain't getting out of it. And sometimes we don't understand that it's not by our power, nor by our might, but it's by his what? Spirit. We have to get out of the way and allow the Spirit of God to have free course in our lives. And we're going to deal with that today because a lot of you all got God in the box. In other words, if he don't move at such and such time, then I guess he ain't going to do it. You limiting God. If God don't do it like this, or if he don't do it like that, then I guess he ain't going to do it. Well, I got news for you. God going to do it when he get ready. And just because he hasn't done it right now, don't mean he ain't going to do it. You just got to take the limits off of God. And a lot of people are so afraid to trust God, they get in the hurry and try to make something happen that only God can make happen. Let me tell you something. Can I be real with y'all? When it come to marriage, you better wait on God. I know ain't too many guys gonna say that. Because you will get something you thought you wanted. Stay right there. You looking at something they find. Got some hips and breasts. Biceps and triceps. Driving the BMW. The person can be a fool. Y'all never talk to me. They limited the Holy One of Israel by turning their back on God when God didn't move according to the time clock. Romans chapter 4. Take the limits off of God. Verse 17, read. As it is written, as it is written, uh -huh. I have made thee a father of many nations. Paul said that I have made thee. Now notice God is speaking to Abraham, and at this particular time, Abraham didn't even have a child. But notice he said, I have made thee. Past tense, uh huh. Before him whom he believed, even God, as it is written, I have made thee what? Father of many what? Many. Read. Before him 
whom he believed, even God. I want, I want to show you how God works. Even God, uh-huh. Who quickeneth the dead. In other words, only God can cause something that's dead to come back alive. Some of your life can die, your marriage can die, your finances, your business, your relationship with your children. Whatever it is that has died in your life, only God can cause that thing to come alive. But you have to believe that he can cause it to come back alive. Read. And calleth those things which be not as though they were. This is how God works. He calls things that be not, things that don't exist as though they were. When God speaks to you, he's not speaking to you where you at now. He's speaking to you where you're what? Going. In other words, God will end the thing before he starts. In other words, whatever you believe in God for is actually already done. The problem is you don't go through, you're not gonna go through, you're not going to the process. And that's why the Bible says that the steps of a what? An order. Every step you take in righteousness and obedience, it brings you closer to what God promised you that you can have. That's why the devil worked overtime to trip you up, to sidetrack you, to get you in and out of church, in and out the will of God. Because it's going to take you. Listen, this journey from Egypt to the promised land was an 11-day journey. But it took them 40 years because they got stuck in the wilderness. In other words, when God allowed a test to come, they started complaining and they started murmuring. And when you murmur, it causes you to remain where you at. 11-day journey took them 40 years. You got some people, they never get to where God wants them to be because they keep stopping and starting. In and out. Up and down. You got to keep moving forward if you're going to ever reach your place in God. Amen. Read. Who against hope, even when it appeared to be hopeless, he continued to hope and believe that God was going to do what he said. Read. That he might become the father of many nations. Read. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Verse 19. And being not weak in faith. Notice he was not weak in faith. How do we know? Read. He considered not his own body now dead. He did not take in consideration that he was an old man and he was past childbearing age. He didn't even take that in consideration. He continued to focus on what God said. Read. When he was about a hundred years old. How old was he? Now we know that's impossible. <laughs> I said we know that's impossible. But anytime God speaks something, it has to come to pass because God cannot lie. And we think he can't do it because it's been a long time. Well, when God spoke to Abraham, actually, he was 75 years old. But God waited till he was 100 before that. 25 years. And I'm sure during that time of him waiting on God, he got discouraged. I'm sure the devil was telling him it ain't going to never happen. But watch this. God waited to the right time to bless him. And God is much smarter than you and me. Some people think they're actually smarter than God. Like you know what you need. You really don't know what you need. You think you know what you need. Only God knows what's best for you. And if God has not done what you've asked him to do, because it's not time. Read. 
Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Neither did he consider the deadness of Sarah's womb. Ninety-year-old woman, hundred-year-old man, trying to produce a baby. <laughs> now it's beyond their natural strength. So they had to move into the what? Supernatural. And if you're going to get what God wants you to have, you're going to have to get out of your flesh and get in the realm of the spirit where all things are possible. In other words, you can't keep continue to live by what you see and how you feel and what other people say. You got to take God at his word. Read. He staggered not at the promise of God. The Bible says that he staggered, or he, this word staggered means waver. He wavered not at what God said through unbelief. And unbelief will cause you to go from side to side. Amen. Unbelief will cause you to be unstable. Amen. Read. But with strong in faith. The Bible says he, one of the ways you can tell whether or not you're strong in faith is when you can still praise God when all hell break out in your life. Amen. See, anybody can praise God when it's going good, but can you praise God when things going bad? That's how you know whether or not you're strong in faith. Read. And given glory to God. And he gave glory or credit to God. Uh-huh. And being fully persuaded. Watch this. And being fully persuaded. In other words, he was thoroughly convinced in his mind that what God promised him was going to come to pass. Regardless of his age, regardless of his barrenness, he made up in his mind, I'm going to stand here until God do what he said he'll do. Read. Verse 22. Verse 22. Uh -huh. And therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. This word imputed means it was, in, it was credited to him for righteousness. What makes us right with God is that we trust him and take him at his word. Read. Now, it was not written for his sake alone. It wasn't just written for Abraham's sake alone, read. That it was imputed to them, or him, for us also. Read. To whom it shall be imputed, if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. Read. Who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. Who was raised again for our justification. And if God raised Jesus from the dead, then God can resurrect every promise that he has made you that apparently seem to have died. I don't know about you, man, but it's been some time where I say, God, where you at? <laughs> he didn't pop somebody across after me, and it seemed like he was ready to come past next week. But then God stretched it out to two or three years. You know why? Because he had to develop me in the area of faith. The Bible says that without what? Faith is impossible to what? Please God. The only thing that pleases God is when we take him at his word. Not you shouting. Thank God for the shout. Not you crying. Not you making a lot of noise. The thing that moves the hand of God in your life is faith. You got to trust him. You got to take God at his word. Word. St. John chapter 6. Say neighbor. neighbor. You have to take the limits. Off of God. The Bible says that they limited the Holy One of Israel. They limited God. God couldn't really do what he wanted to do in their lives because they didn't stay with God. They turned their back on God. 
Say neighbor. neighbor. You will win, win if you don't quit. You don't win. The only thing that's going to keep you from winning is that you quit. And how many know it gets difficult at times? Amen. Come on, St. John chapter 6, verse 5, read. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him. He saw a great crowd of people coming to him, read. He said unto Philip. He asked Philip his disciple a question, read. Whence shall we buy bread? Where can we get some bread that these may eat? Now this was a challenging question for Philip because Philip saw the crowd. It was thousands of people. So really this was a test for Philip to see what he was going to say. Read. And this he said to prove him. And this he said to do what? Test him. Read. For he himself knew what he would do. Listen. God already knew what he was going to do in this situation. And I got news for you. God already know what he's going to do in your situation. You just don't know. That's why you got to trust him. And why would God make you a promise if he didn't already know what the end result was going to be? The very fact that God has made you a promise. Let me see anybody God made some promises to. Y'all ain't got no promise. Okay, put your hand down. God already knows how he's going to bring it to pass. But this is what happens to people. They never get to the place where God can manifest his word in their lives because people quit. People get out the marriage too soon. So we stay right there. It's only been six months. You finna quit already? See y'all cry. I told you to wait. Marriage is more than sex. And hips. And breastlessness. Read. And Philip answered him. And Philip answered him, read. 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them. Watch this. This is his human reasoning kicking in. Read. That every one of them may take a little. Read. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said unto him, verse 9, There is a lad here. Watch this. The answer was right in the midst of them. Notice what he said. There was a lad here. And see, this is the thing about it. Sometimes the answer comes in small packages. See, we're looking for something big. But God don't need something big to deliver you. God can use something what? Small. Notice, he said, there is a lad here. What's a lad? And my, my notes say, help, help, helpless child. Read. Which have five barley loaves. Five barley loaves, say five. Five. Is the number for grace. You know what grace is, God, enabling power. Read. And two small fishes. And two small fishes. Two represents witness or confirmation. Five plus two equals what? Seven. Seven is the number of what? Amen. So God said, once you go through the process, then you'll get the deliverance. Amen. See, a lot of us waiting on a manifestation, but we have not completed the process. Amen. Everything that God promises us, every dream, every vision, every prophecy God gives you, it's a process attached to it. You become a lawyer overnight. Not so. You become a surgeon overnight. Not so. 
You become a professional athlete overnight. Now, so it's a process. And even in serving God, everything that God's going to do in your life is a process. But it will never manifest if you don't complete the process. See, I lost out y'all right there. You know why? You don't want no process. You want something overnight. You know why God hasn't given you all a lot of money, some of y'all a lot of money? Because y'all already know you can't. If he gave you a lot of money, you would backslide. Y'all don't hear it. Read. But what are they among so many? He said, but what are they among so many? In other words, these five loaves of bread and two fishes, it can't feed 5,000 people. That don't even make sense to the natural mind. And how many know that faith don't make sense to the natural mind? God works beyond reasoning. God works when it don't make sense. So if it makes sense, that means that God ain't working. If it don't make sense, then guess what? That means that God is what? And when it don't make sense, it makes miracles. Somebody here get tomorrow. I said when it don't make sense to you, And Jesus said, and Jesus said, make the men sit down. Watch this. Have them to sit down. What does that mean? Have them to get out the way. Have them. You know why God can't move? Because we in the way. And no, guess what he said? Sit down. Sit down and rest. When you start resting in God, God moves a lot faster. What do you mean? Now, we can rest naturally. And we can rest mentally, emotionally, and psychologically. When your mind racing, you're not resting. When you keep trying to figure it out, and how you gonna do it, and when you gonna do it, and butt out to bust your brain trying to figure out how you gonna do it. Why don't you just rest? Why don't you just relax? Why don't you just chill? And let God do what he do. Read. Now there was much grass in the place. Uh huh. So the men sat down. The men sat down. Uh huh. In number about five thousand. How many? Five thousand men and a two-piece fish dinner. <laughs> I'm trying to help you get an understanding of how God works. God don't work and move like you think He ought to move. Five thousand men, five loaves of bread. And two fishes. Say, don't add up. Read. And Jesus took the two loaves. Watch this. They gave him the what? The God cannot work until you give him something to work with. How many know that? It's a little becomes much when you place it in the master hand. Let me explain something to you about a seed. You cannot expect a harvest from God if you haven't been trained by the seed. The seed prepares you for the harvest. You will never have a harvest without a what? Seed. So this two-piece fish dinner was a what? Seed.
disciples. Notice, he did, God wants you to become a distribution center. He gave, the Bible says he distributed it. Now notice what they put in his hand. They only put five rolls of bread and two fishes, but the Bible says he gave it to them to distribute. That means he added something to it. In other words, he took his super and put it on that what? Natural. Read. And the disciples to them that were set down. Notice, he gave to those individuals that was resting. Those individuals that were set down. Those individuals that was in their place. See, sometimes we can't get nothing from God because we ain't in our place. Sometimes we can't get anything from God because we're not in the right position. We're not in the right church. Folks in the dead church. How you in a dead church and they expect something to grow? How many know when it comes to planting, you have to plant in the right word? Soil. If you're in a ministry and they have an issue with money, you're in the wrong ministry. Because you can expect to get a harvest in a ministry where they have an issue with money. Anything you fight against, you'll never get. You'll never have. And it's amazing to me how some Christians' mindset is when it comes to money. Well, guess what? Just like you need faith to operate in the kingdom, you need money to operate down here. I, God gave me a revelation. We got too many crumb snatchers in the church. You remember when the Bible said that he desired the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table. Now notice when he died, he went to heaven, but on earth he was broke, busted, and disgusted. It's because he had a crumb mentality. And you got a lot of crumb snatchers in the church. What do you mean by that? You always going after something that's small. Left 
Hey, that was a powerful, awesome word from the Lord. I would like to thank you for tuning into our television broadcast on today. We, hey man, God is doing some awesome things here in this ministry. Our members are being delivered, they're being healed, they're experiencing financial breakthrough, and I want you to experience that same anointing that's on this ministry in your life by partnering with me here at Anthony Trice Ministry. You can go to my website at anthonytrice.org and become a monthly partner. God bless you. Hi, I'm Dr. Anthony L. Trice. I'm the senior pastor of Covenant Black Christian Center Church in St. Louis. I have some exciting news. I just my new book, Integrity, the Missing Ingredient. This is a life-changing book. This is a book about the story of Job. Job chapter one talks about how Job was upright. That means he was a man that can be trusted. He was a man of integrity. I discovered when God can trust you, he'll give you the world. And Job showed in Job chapter one how prosperous Job was because God was able to trust Job because Job was a man of integrity. So go to my website and order my new book, Integrity, the Missing Ingredient, at anthonytrice.org, or you can go to lifeway.org. God bless you. Thank you for watching today's broadcast. If ever in St. Louis area, please come visit Covenant for Life Christian Center at 7200 West Florissant, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136, or give us a call at 314-659-8522. For more information on how to get connected, write to us or visit us online at anthonytrice.org. And we thank you for your continued support.